Good morning and welcome to Tuesday morning, May the 19th in 2020 on When Our Eyes. And on the Tuesdays of the week, we look at the psalm for the week. And so here in year A in the seventh Sunday of Easter, we'll be in Psalm 68 verses 1 through 10 and then 32 through 35. So I'll read that passage for us, talk just a couple points of reflection from its content and then lead us to a time of prayer this morning. And uh, we'll face our day together. So thanks for making this party of morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Psalm 68, verses 1 through 10 and 32 through 35. May God arise. May his enemies be scattered. May his foes flee before him. May you blow them away like smoke, as wax melts before the fire. May the wicked perish before God. But may the righteous be glad and rejoice before God. May they be happy and joyful. Sing to God, sing in praise of his name. Extol him who rides on the clouds. Rejoice before him, his name is the Lord. A father to the fatherless, a defender of widows. God in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families, and he leads out the prisoners with singing. But the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. When you, God, went out before your people, when you marched through the wilderness, the earth shook, the heavens poured down rain. Before God, the one of Sinai, before God, the one God of Israel. You gave abundant showers, O God. You refreshed your weary inheritance. Your people settled in it, and from your bounty, God, you provided for the poor. Sing to God, you kingdoms of the earth. Sing praise to the Lord, to him who rides across the highest heavens, the ancient heavens, who thunders with mighty voice. Proclaim the power of God, whose majesty is over Israel, whose power is in the heavens. You, God, are awesome in your sanctuary. The God of Israel gives power and strength to his people. Praise be to God. This is the word of God for us. I don't know about you, but sometimes it's lost on me that when we're reading the Bible, we have to go back into the world for which these texts were first written. Uh, We need to be in this conversation that the Bible's having, but we're not in the inner circle. Uh, We're not from their communities. We don't have their mindset. We don't have their ideologies within our grasp. We have a different world that we live in, and so it's best for us to go into the world of the Bible and then come back into our world and to try to do what it says. Uh, And so I think sometimes we forget how revolutionary at times the people of God were. Uh, There's an old tale called the Eloquent Peasant that comes from the Egyptian community that tells a story of how on a given day, it seems like out of a whim, the king decided to have mercy upon the peasants in his community, forgiving debts and allowing the prisoners to go free. And uh, that was an episodic time. It wasn't something that was natural. In fact, an empire like Egypt, they depended upon the masses doing all the physical labor for them in order to build up the luxurious places, the places of stability for the 1% of those who are the rich among them. So when the Israelite community sets out boundaries and practices and habits where regularly they would provide for the poor, Um, We look at that and we think that must have been the way things always were, but that simply wasn't the case. Israel was pulled forward, they pulled society forward and they tried to impress upon their community from the very beginning that they would always take care of the poor. 
But since that was a radical idea, it wasn't something that everyone easily embraced. And there were certainly times in Israel's history where they didn't take care of the poor. We look at the reign of Solomon and Solomon, uh, even though he was, quote, the wisest person who ever lived, and he was astounding in his judgment. At times, he lacked profound, profoundly he lacked judgment, and it was a time of great exploitation of the poor. So the words of Psalm 68 are important to us because this idea of taking care of the poor isn't just something that makes us feel good, but it's actually from the very heart of God. You'll notice in verses 5 where it says that God is a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows. God is in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families and he leads out the prisoners with singing, but the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. When it talks about how God provided a place for Israel to dwell, um, it says this, that in verse 9, You gave abundant showers of God. You refreshed your weary inherit- with inheritance. Your people settled in it. And from your bounty, God, you provided for the poor. So it wasn't something that God did once. But it's something from the very depth of who God is, part of his character. So God looks to the marginalized and he tries to give a solution to all their problems. He lifts the plight of the poor. So as we look at the seventh week of Easter, this is the last week of this great feastal season of the church. Um, When you think about what the resurrection of Jesus means, that when God vindicated Jesus from the tomb, it set this pattern for the rest of the cosmos. That's why our Eastern Orthodox friends, when they say that God raised Jesus from the grave, he brought the whole world out with him. You notice that passage in Ephesians chapter 4 that when God lived, when, when Jesus came out of the tomb, he led captives in his train and he gave gifts to people. Part of the application of resurrection is providing for those who do not have an answer. So may that be our challenge today. How are we going to practice the very character of God? How are we going to glorify our God by recognizing that he's the one who provides for the poor? provide for the weary ones around us as well. Well, may God give us the strength to provide for those who are lowly, humble, weak, without help around us. Let's spend some time praying this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you today that blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. God, from the very beginning, The revolutionary words of Jesus made space for those who could not help themselves. God, we confess to you this morning that oftentimes we look over, we look beyond, we look around, we look past those who are marginalized in our culture. And for the most part, it's not intentional. It's just simply the way that we've been trained to live, which is to look out for those who are like us and to impress those above us in the social strata. And so, God, we thank you that the life of discipleship is an upside-down way to live. And we can recalibrate our lives because we learn about who you are. God, we thank you that again and again you're the God who provides for the poor. You're the God who looks out for those who cannot help themselves. From the very beginning, your Israelite community had rules in place that would try to help provide for the poor. That every set amount of years uh, the boundaries would be set back and the poor would be recompensated and those who are in prison would be set free and so God we thank you that we don't have to be afraid that we don't have to be afraid to provide for the poor because as your word tells us that if we give to the poor we lend to you and you'll give back to us and so God this day continue to help us to give to the poor 
but allow us to do it wisely, understanding that there's proper ways to do so. And so we ask that you would continue to make us the people of Jesus, those who lift up the plight of the poor, who call the poor blessed, that we would comfort those who mourn, that we'd bind up the brokenhearted and set captives free. So God, may there be a fresh perspective within the church today, particularly as we look at a nation like ours that's uh, surrounded by so many people who are losing jobs, a profound unemployment. The people are going to be short on bills, short on rent, and unable to provide for their families. God, I pray that you would give an imagination to your community to pool our resources, to stretch them further, to see our resources multiplied so that people are lifted up that this would be a season of jubilee instead of a season of scarcity. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.